In for Alan Carter on this Tuesday, and a lot of talk this week about the fourth wave and just how bad things might get. And what you should know about back to school, your kids in the fourth wave. Let's welcome in the president of the Canadian Medical Association for more on this. Dr. Catherine Smart joins us here on Global News Radio. Doctor, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, For concerned parents, what questions should they be asking right now when it comes to making sure that their children are going to be safe in the classroom in the next couple of weeks? I think it's really important for parents to have a clear idea about what COVID-19 plans are in place at the school for their children. What are the masking requirements? What are the distancing things that are in place? What's the school's ventilation status? Um, And also really important to have a sense of what the vaccination rates are in your community, ideally at your school. Um, And I would really encourage parents to take steps to promote vaccination amongst their peers, their friends, and their children that are eligible for vaccine. All right. Lots of important topics there. I want to ask you more about Mm -hmm. ventilation. Just how important is that? Because we have heard a lot of promises uh, since uh, the end of the school year when it comes to ventilation and HVAC systems, particularly in older schools. Uh, Just how concerned should parents be about uh, ventilation? And do we even have a, a handle on how many ventilation systems have been upgraded or improved in schools? I think ventilation is extremely important. There's more and more evidence emerging that COVID is likely airborne. And we know the Delta variant, which is what's dominating across the country right now, is much more contagious than the previous variants of COVID. So that puts children, particularly children under 12, who don't yet have the opportunity to be vaccinated, at risk of outbreaks within their school. And we know that good ventilation, good air exchange, is one of the ways to limit the airborne transmission of this virus. So it is important. Your other question about what do we know? Well, I think that's been one of the challenges is they ha- there hasn't been a lot of really forthcoming detailed information about what schools have done and what governments have done exactly to ensure ventilation systems in schools are, are up to standard. So again, I think it's important for parents to have those conversations with the schools their children attend to really have a clear sense of what's being done in their context to keep their children safe. Okay, you mentioned vaccination rates as well. Just how important, how crucial is that that we continue to drive up those vaccination rates as back to school approaches? It's absolutely critical. We know the way to keep children safe is for adults and people above 12 years old to step up and be vaccinated. The higher the rate of vaccination in the community, there's going to be less opportunity for these variants to spread. So it's absolutely critical. And that's why I think we're starting to see much more leadership in encouraging people to become vaccinated with things like vaccine certificates, vaccine mandates. There's that clear recognition growing in our population that we need levels 90, 95% or higher to avert this fourth wave. And where are we when it comes to vaccines, doctor, for those under 12? Well, I think, you know, what we're anticipating is that some of the data from the studies that have been done should be available in September or October of this year. So I think that's very encouraging. But again, that data will need to be reviewed, approved by our health authorities, and then those vaccination programs will need to be rolled out. So I'm optimistic that that's something that will be coming over the next few months, but it's not going to be soon enough to protect those children, you know, right now as school's beginning. So that's why we need to use the levers that are available to us today to keep kids safe and keep them in school learning where they need to be. And how about children who are vulnerable? And I've seen a lot of questions being asked about this online and elsewhere. Parents who've got kids that uh, might have diabetes or uh, asthma, uh, should they be returning to school? Is that uh, considered a safe environment for them? 
I think all children need to be in school. And I think children with medical vulnerabilities also need to be in school. Um, so I, again, I think those same things that would protect other children will protect children with medical vulnerabilities. But that's again, why it's so important that we don't just focus on our own self-interest right now. We really need everyone in the community to step up and do the right thing to keep everybody safe. And that's how we protect those children. As you know, the U.S. recently returned to school. They return several weeks ahead of us uh, here in Canada. Is there anything that we can learn from their experience over the last few weeks, uh, Dr. Smart? Is that something, are we keeping an eye on what's happening south of the border? Are there lessons to be learned there? Absolutely. You know, I think all of us in pediatrics are watching what's happening in the U.S. just with an absolute feeling of despair and terror for those families and children. But what we've seen there is what happens when you have an abject failure of public policy. We have extremely low vaccination rates. We see a refusal to acknowledge the value of public health strategies. And what that's led to is dramatic spread of Delta variant, increasing the denominator of children infected, which has led now to overwhelming of the healthcare system there with sick children. So the lesson for us is don't be that way. Do the things we know work. Follow public health guidelines. Don't back away from things like masking too early. Get your vaccine. If we do these things, we're not going to end up in that situation, but we need to be vigilant. Yeah, just finally, how confident are you that we won't end up in a similar situation? We obviously have much higher vaccination rates here in Canada, but unfortunately, cases are on the rise. We're hearing warnings from public health officials about the fourth wave. How concerned are you that back to school could become a super spreader event? I am worried that that could happen, particularly in some of the provinces that are really pushing back against things like masking indoors and some of these other things we know keep kids safe. I think we need to be united as a country, recognizing that this is not a time to be taking risks with our children. We know the things that work. They're not challenging things for people to do. And children themselves don't, you know, they're not the ones that are complaining or not willing to do things like wear a mask. What kids want is they want to be in school. They want to be around their friends. They want to be safe. Um, so I think what we need to do is we need to make sure that the rest of us are ensuring that these things are in place for them. All right. Dr. Catherine Smart, head of the Canadian Medical Association. Dr. Smart, some uh, really great information uh, for parents here with, uh, with us joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much uh, for your time and your expertise. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.